0: Mastermind
1: Forum. Welcome to the Billionaire Mastermind Forum Broadcast, and we thank you for joining us. So we'd like to welcome you if you are a first-time caller or if you're a part of our Billionaire Mastermind Forum family that's here each and every weekday morning. Now I'll turn it over to Lady Tycoon. Thank
2: you so much, Billionaire Showgirls. So, Billionaire Baby, we're going to go ahead and get started with your affirmation
3: for today. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is indeed a beautiful day, Wednesday, February the 23rd, 2022. And we are just very grateful for all of our blessings, ones we have had, the ones we have now, and the ones that are coming. For we know that as we ask we're given and as we give we receive back multiplied. And we are very, very grateful for the divine powers that allow us <clears throat> to create our reality, to manifest all the wonderful changes that we desire, for there is an abundance for all, for everyone. And so <clears throat> we know that we <clears throat> are guided and loved Bara our divine source, and that we are the presence of pure being, the essence of light and good. For We are vibrantly aware of the light in ourselves and in others, and of all the good in the universe that is everywhere present. We are the presence of pure being, a full, reflection of radiance we are grateful for our life for our truth
4: for our strength
3: our poise our patience our compassion wisdom courage and all our divine capacities we are the presence of pure beings an instrument of its love and healing and we're led into gentle places and we're grateful for the deep inner peace as we serve more deeply we are the presence of pure being and we're forever grateful that we're free from yesterday's limitations and that right now we get to begin again Yes, we are the presence of pure beings. So it is, so we let it be. And we give thanks, simply by saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen and amen. Back to you, Lady Tycoon.
2: Thank you so much, Bina Baby. It was beautiful as always. Well, family, we're so honored this morning to have Nijah Brown on the line with us. Niza was born Joanne Brown in the inner-city neighborhood of South Baltimore navigated a childhood that, though difficult, included the blessings of a praying mother, father, and a tight-knit, loving family. Uh, Niza's personal journey of transformation to rise above addiction and cancer deeply informs the work she accomplished in her company, Niza Unlimited. And in addition to our outer imaging, Niza Unlimited helped clients radiate their inner beauty by developing a self-confidence that comes from being spiritually centered. Recognizing the strong relationship between body image, self-esteem, and personal well-being, she avidly studied health and wellness, nutrition, self-development, and meditation. And most importantly, she made a conscious decision to pursue a spiritual path for herself. As a result, she developed a personal sensitivity to the needs of others so that the inner transformation that occurs in those with whom she works has deep and far-reaching results. Uh, Niger's recognition and celebration of the spiritual aspect of an individual as well as a physical is a key factor for success because it is a spirit that illuminates the person. She's also certified as an esthetician and cosmetologist, a reflexology and also as a third-degree Reiki master. They had the creation of her own company, Nigeria Unlimited, selling jewelry, makeup, healing oils, bath salts, and fashion accessories. She's also a chaplain with, uh, for five years under Do You Know Where Your Children Are program, as well as a co-founder and chaplain of One God, One Thought Center for Better Living in Baltimore, as well as a chaplain for the Women at Risk Transitional Housing Program for Vulnerable Women. We had the pleasure of hearing Nigea several months ago as she was part of the Spiritual Extravaganza with Paul Thompson, Dr. King, Dr. Bev, Bev uh, Felicia Jolie, Avery, Derek, as well as Michael Collins. And it amazed me. And it was weeks, I don't know how long after I found out that during that time, Nigel was so committed to what we were doing with that spiritual extravaganza. She was actually in the hospital at that time and doing the call from the bathroom, keeping the nurses out until we finished the call those days. So we are so thankful to have Nigel as part, and not only as a speaker today, but also part of our family, so committed to what we do here each and every day that no matter what the circumstance, she finds a way to be here. She finds a way to let her light shine and illuminate all of us every time she speaks. So we're so excited to have Niza on the line with us today. I know I'm ready. I truly believe our co-hosts and our family are ready. So, Niza, I am passing the mic right over to you. Let's go, go, go.
5: Mic check, mic check. Can you hear me clearly?
2: Yes, I can. Loud and clear, actually.
5: That's great. Thank you. (laughs) I give light, love, and bliss to my loving, understanding family, the being in their mastermind form, uh, to my ancestors, to my loved ones. I give tribute to Michael Collins, known as Nanda. I give thanks to my beloved husband, Ernest Wesley Brown, Jr. I give thanks to Paul, who was the one that seen what I didn't see inside of me, to come forth and deliver my gifts that was given me. I give thanks to all those that travel with me in my ups and downs, even in my laughter and my tears. But they stayed with me on the path. As Karen said today, Lady Tycoon, I was conceived in my mother's bedroom. The same bed that I was conceived in, I was delivered there for me midwife. In my unfolding, as the, as nine years, I was nine years old, my mother sent me and my two sisters to Lynchburg, South Carolina, to work the farm for my grandfather I learned to pick cotton, which some of y'all only didn't know about, and string the backer. That is the revolution of my life and how it started. My grandmother was a healer. People would come to her home, and they was almost at the brink of death. And I seen this tall Beautiful magnificent healer. And I would look through the through the through the doors and the cracks and, and they would hollering Ah uh, Lula, he's at the brink of death because at that time we didn't have they had horses and and wagons, no bathrooms, outhouse, no no kitchens. They had kitchens, but they didn't have stoves. They had pumps that they had to go to the well. So we lived off the farm uh, during the summertime when school was out at recess. And my mother would put us on the train with our lunch and the conductors would let us off at Lynchburg, South Carolina. So my grandmother, I looked and seen her heal, and I said to myself that as, a, as a child at seven, eight years old, I said, if there was ever God which I never even heard, it was my grandmother because she was a healer that seen the Holy Spirit hit her when she was praying and in church. And she prayed all day long and she fasted during the weekend. So her mind and her body and her spirit was strong. My grandmother and grandfather had made their transition so we no longer went to Lynchburg. So we were here in Baltimore City. And so I lived a life of not knowing, of despair. Well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do now? I'm not with my grandmother. So when I went to junior high school, in the seventh grade, they said I started a riot in the school because of racism. Um, I confronted uh, a European boy because he said, called me out of my name so at recess when we were going through the halls to different classes someone hollered out oh he was the one that called joanne a nigger i didn't say anything to them they started fighting all the white children that was coming through the hall they called the police and they put me in a cruiser. They took me uh, to 25th Street. And they said, "We, you cannot attend another school in Baltimore City. We expelled, you are expelled from the school system. I said, oh, my God, what am I going to do with my life? So I joined gangs, that was my family. And at the time, we was, I was doing illegal things. And so I was sentenced to five years in just a cut for women. And I was between 17 and 18 and the women would say, why did they send you here? You're supposed to be in, you supposed to went to juvenile uh, attention. Not at 17 you with murderers and people have done all kinds of uh, insane things. But those women took care of me. Those women protected me. And I was so grateful because it was difficult in that prison. But I was always protected by all women, whether they were gay or straight. Even the gay women wouldn't let other gay women uh, mess with me because I was the youngest thing in India, so on my journey from there, I came home, and I was celebrating, and my friends were celebrating with me. That you home, let's celebrate. My mother said to me, she said, "You got to watch your brother Purnell. You just came home. Don't go out there." Uh, with your so-called friends. If they were your friends, they would have wrote you, sent you money, or come and see you. But as a little hard-headed, determined child, I said, I'm going to celebrate. I've been locked up for five years. I'm going out, and that's what I did. We went out and partied, and uh, then someone came where I was and said, um, your your brother just died at 18 months old. He had a, a hole in his heart. And for 16 years, I blamed myself because I said if I was there, I could have saved Pernell." My mother told me when she gave birth, you name him. I said, Mama, that's your child. Why you want me to name it? She said, because you give great names. I said, okay. So in 16 years, I carried it. I said, if I was home and listened to my mother, maybe Pernell, I could have saved Pernell, because my father had just got off of work. And he was... um, looking after my brother. But he was exhausted and he just laid my brother down in the playpen as soon as my mother walked up his steps she said, My bro- my son is is this My father said, Jay, there's something wrong with you. She said, Don't you see that there's no life in him? I looked at my mother, and I seemed in despair because at that time she had to take my sister that broke her arm, and her her baby just made this transition, so it was a it was a lot taking place with me and my my family. I take a deep breath. And I looked at myself in life, and I said, you served time. What you going to do with your life? You've been with gangs. What you going to do with your life right now? I said, I have to try something better to educate myself. I did not go back to school. I said, I had to educate myself with the world. The world is going to teach me about love and divine love. And then I looked on the outside. I said, I'll be a makeup artist, a cosmetology. Um, I'll do that. But the Holy Spirit was saying, My beloved is more. The work has to be in transformation, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind, your mind. I was saying your mind. And then scripture came to me with my father was studying to be a minister. And he did his trial sermon, but he never lived to have his own church. But he would. I would sit down beside him, and when he was studying, talking about God, and something just fascinated me. But then there was a dark side of God that he was teaching about hell and about repentance. In another way, that I learned from uh, metaphysics. Repentance from your 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 mindset is metaphysic. My father had repentance that God's gonna punish you for whatever you did, and and every night, and I was asked, I would say this prayer to God for all the the wrong that I have done in life, and forgive me for all the wrong, and don't punish me. From that, I met my divine beloved teacher, which I had no idea that that's why I was attracted to him. I was attracted to him. He was a college student. He always worked at the age of eight, because he wanted nice things and nice clothes. And I was attracted to to his mind. He never pursued anything outside the law, which I thought, but he was. He was in college, but he was a drug dealer. Uh, they wore alligator shoes, fine clothes, fine hats, him and his brother and friends. And he was the first one with his crowd of friends that drove a deuce in the quarter. This is what he desired. He desired fine clothes, Fine women, (laughs) fine women, and fine women desired him, too. And so I looked at him and I said, that's going to be my husband. I'm going to marry him. Little did I know that? I, I decree him into my life. I said, I see what I want. And that's what I'm gonna get. Little did I know he was gonna take me to the highest energy vibration of life of God. That's when I came and came to a higher understanding with this man in our diction. You get me. It didn't start off like that. I never used drugs when I met him. When I met him, he asked me, could you hold um, my package for me? And I said, package. And he said, my drugs. He said, but don't go into them. Don't never try it. I said, okay. And that's what I did. But... I looked and seen how relaxed and peaceful that they were, and I said, I'm going to try. With the McDonald's spoon. anybody know about that? The stirrers that they had in McDonald's. We used those spoons to snort drugs. We got on planes, we went, we went to games, we we did extravagant things in life. And I thought that was fun. But little did I know, when I started on the drugs, the drugs were gonna take me to another dimension. That's the dark side. And when I came to that, the dark side of addiction, and I prayed several times and I stopped for six months and I'm back again, back again, back again. And I said, there's a God you told me about, God. And when I would go to work, there would be unity bulletins in the bathroom. And I said... This is not the same God that my father was teaching me. This was a God of love, forgiveness, peace, and happiness. And I would read those those books that someone on my job would leave in the restroom. And I said, I... I I have to surrender. This is the last time. Maybe it was the 10th time. And I said, Father, I surrender my life to you. There's nothing. I said, I see myself as my grandmother silently was speaking to me. If you a menace that drug in you, you will never, ever stop. You will find all different places of mainlining in your body. It's beautiful and wonderful that you are. Why do you hate yourself so much? Love is there for you always. I love you, my grandmother would say to me. My grandmother wasn't here, but it was in her spirit. She kept talking to me. When I was going to get my drugs, she said, I heard a voice and was saying, Don't go there. Stop. Joanne, stop. Stop. Joanne, stop. And I was saying, oh, something wrong, I'm going crazy. My grandmother's not here. My grandmother was here. Had never left me, but always directed me to come back home. You got to work to do. God gave you gifts unknown. I was a healer, you are a healer you got to take back the throne that was given to you, my beloved queen. That's not her words, my words. And so that's what I did. I surrendered that last time I went and detoxed in my bedroom for two weeks and told my family. They said, what's wrong? I said, I got the flu. I said, I'm sick. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to the bedroom, and I'm going to stay here, and y'all bring me my soups and waters up to me and my orange juice because that's how bad I felt. I was detoxing. My family knew that, but my sisters never even brought that to me. They never told me, stop the drugs. My mother knew that. My mother said to me, God, she said, I pray that I live to see my daughter offer these drugs. Allow me to live that long to see her offer these drugs. I detoxed in that room for two weeks. I lost eight pounds in that two weeks or more. I came out and went in NA for a year, and I said to myself, NA not going to hold me. I said, I need something deeper. I need a spiritual path. And I came out of NA and started my pursuit of my spiritual path that the Holy Spirit had anointed with me and contract me with it. I came to the realization later on when I studied about contracts, that I had a contract with my husband, my sister, several people. And my husband took me to places that was so traumatized with me and my life. And my husband blamed himself for giving me his drugs a whole because he knew I would be the one that would not go into the drugs he could trust. But he blamed himself that if he did not give me the drugs. I would never been on drugs. But when I came to the realization for my beloved, we were contract together. You was ordained to carry me to those places of addiction. He was ordained to follow the plan that the master had given him. He said, I couldn't go with you on your journey because I was, I had to start meditating when I got off the of drugs. I had to go deeper. I had to do yoga, Pilates, uh, center yoga, meditation. I was the only melon or the second melon person in these communities. But my soul... Felt it. That's where I needed to be. I needed to be around these individuals that wasn't wasn't talking about God. I wasn't chatting about God, but they were being God. They were being love for everyone. Didn't matter. They took me to the ostrom. to see my teacher, girl, Maya. I said, because I want to get rid... I w- I do not want to go back anymore. I do not want to relapse. I was seeing others. They relapsed 30 years, became ministers. Ministers were relapsing in the room. And I said, Father... Take this desire away from me. What is this? Because these drugs are deep. I don't care who you are, the color, the gender, from the White House to the jailhouse. It takes no hostages. It's there to kill and rob and to steal your soul. Which I would say I would never do. That I would never be be one of them out there in the street. i would never ever say anything. Just pray that you never get to that place. Just pray and ask for the protection of your ancestors and your spiritual guides to keep you in their loving arms. And from there, I studied with City Yoga Meditation before I even went into metaphysics. Because I was sitting in the A&E um, church, metaphysics, not metaphysics, but I was sitting in the A&E church and I was, I said to myself, when Reverend Reed was preaching, and he was preaching about hell and everything, the same thing, and I sat there, and I said, it was, it was talking about Jesus, about surrendering to Jesus, come to the altar. And from nowhere, it was the Holy Spirit. I never knew anything about India, about China, about their practices. But I was sitting there and I said, Jesus had to do more than what they're talking about. Nobody didn't tell me. I didn't get it from no book, I got it from my soul. I said, The words of Jesus is he had to be a meditator, he had to travel from Egypt to India to China to Asia. Because for, for me, Jesus had those qualities for greatness. He studied many spiritual paths, not something somebody told me. This would what came through me. It was a higher calling. He was calling us not only to pray, but you need to meditate. On the word. You need to embody, and said it to me, you got to embody the word. You can't just just talk the word in loud symbols, making noise. Because ain't no action. You ain't doing nothing. You're doing the same thing over and over and think you're going to get the same results. No, my beloved. Stop. Go within. That's where Naija Unlimited came from. Unlimited inside and out. The greatest beauty that you can bring those qualities of, of vibration to you is to go inside, meditate. Meditate is your medication. Meditation will take wrinkles off of your face, lines off of your face. Why? Because you're going into a stillness of peace. If you look in the mirror and the lines on our forehead squinch up and lines all over our face and we wonder why, we're going to get Botox. The Botox is in meditation. That is proven by science. I looked at that. I studied that. I see the people from India, from China, from Africa, who who was great meditators, but they never looked their age. You couldn't even tell their age because they had a divine peace. That was given to them, it wasn't nothing that you could buy. It was all always given to you those divine qualities that the most high had and he said, I'm gonna give it to you. He said, Greater things than I've done that you should do. Greater that I've done. Be ye transformed by what? the renewing of your mind. You got to go into your mind first. You can do everything else. But if you don't transform your mind, my mind had to be transformed. to not go in treatment. But it was a mind thing that I came and surrender. Enough is enough this time, the 10th time. I'm hurting, I'm in pain. I was dying inside. So on my journey, finding God and my purpose. And that's why I went to girl Maya, and she said, Why do you want to be shocked by? That's awakening, I said, because I need to go back to the to the community that I came out of the drug dealers, the women and the and the men. I need to go and support them with a vibration, not talking about God. Because you couldn't go into treatments because they would run you out. If you came in there talking about God, they don't want to hear that. They want to hear, how can I be transformed? And that was through meditation. I work for the health department. My beloved friend. She orchestrated a position for me. Don't know how to use a computer, but she said that I've seen your work. I've seen you transform people. They don't even look the same. She said, but I'm going to give you a position to go into the drug community in the rehabs with men, 14,000 men in my time of service. I went into the rehabs with the men. The women was less, it was only probably 300. But my calling, I asked the Holy Spirit, why you want me to go in there with the men? He said, because you're a gangster of me, you're a gangster of God, you can go in there. They won't run you out. They run everybody else out. But they'll look at you, oh, she's soft. Oh, she's so so quiet. But I couldn't go in there like that with them. When I took them through the meditation, which, it wasn't even called a meditation because you couldn't call it because they were saying you're trying to teach them uh, something about God. And they wouldn't allow that. So my friend, she changed the name. She said relaxation. So I spoke to those Buddhas, and I call those men, until their spirit because they became that. They transformed from the inside out. They did not look the same. They did not act the same. It was God, the Holy Spirit, anointing me for going and sitting and learning those practices and bringing it all together which they could understand about my life because I was one of them. I wasn't telling something I read out of a book. That's why they ran all of them out there. They went in there from the health department. They ran them out because they said, don't come in here with this BS. You haven't lived what I live. You don't know what I know. And what you think you know, you don't know. And from that, I got with 14 people in a living room. Mastermind. We did mastermind prayers because we wanted to create. From Johnny Coleman, a mindset of metaphysician in Baltimore. We got in a Virginia Anderson living room, 14 beans and say, send me, I will go. We will transform Baltimore and the world. On the leadership of Dr. Johnny Coleman. I call it the eighth wonder of the world. The A is infinity. And that's what we did. Everybody had a lane. I stayed in my lane. My lane was prayer. When they came together, they had their agenda. Now, you we, we need to pray about. About, about these activities that we want to form this community. So we came together, and people came from Washington, New York. They traveled. I mean, some would travel from North Carolina and stay all the way up to Sunday and then travel back because that's where they were living. I mean Washington, New Jersey, Philadelphia. Because they wanted to do a transformation, to transform our minds and the world's minds under the leadership of Dr. Johnny Coleman. So I'm saying all of that, I've used treasure maps I mastermind Felicia Rishaw, Maya. I helped with my son doing treasure map, the mastermind when he was a child. His vision of who he wanted to be because we seen the greatness, although we was on drugs. But my my husband seen the greatness of my son. They formed the Eli Giants Little League here in Baltimore. I had a friend, Craig Wright, numerologist, told me when my son was eight or nine, he looked at his name. He said, that young man is going to be a star. And I said, what? He said, it's all in his name. He's going to be a star. He's going to be famous. Now, we encourage that. He said, I don't know. He said, but in his name, that who the divine called him, My son had scouts, five scouts from the Boston Red Sox to the Orioles to the Yankees to come and look at him while he was pitching, while he was in in college. And they said... They wanted him. And my husband was saying, I'm, well, I don't want him to go to the lawyers because they're they not doing good. <laughs> and he said, the ones that will give, give my son the most money to, to come with them. So my husband suggested... Uh, Ernie, I want you to go to the Boston Red Sox. And a lot of his friends say, hey, fish, they are very racist. I don't know if Ernie's gonna make it with them. My son was a pitcher. What I learned, a pitcher controls the whole game. It's a mindset. The same thing with us, it's a mindset. We control our life. We control everything. I don't care what somebody's doing or the saying. Same, the same thing with my son. My con- my son controlled his game. My son went to Sweden. He pitched in Sweden with news articles I got now with. With Sweden children asking for his autograph, he went to Mexico. He pitched with 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 for um with the teams over there because they in Boston they wanted to see how great he was, but he was striking out seventeen strikeouts. And when he injured his arm, he was getting ready to go up. He called me, Ma, I'm in New York. I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready to go up in the, in the big leagues with, with Boston because that's what they do. All leagues, they see how good you are. And then you, they called you up to the big leagues. He said, "Mom, I'm ready to go up to the big leagues. I said, oh, my God. I said to myself, I said, God, I said, look what you orchestrated out of me through his dad. He was my star. I prayed over my belly. I was not on no drugs, and I thank God I did not use drugs. I remember I was smoking cigarettes. I was drinking a little bit, but when I got pregnant, That was taken away. I did not desire cigarettes, no alcohol. I would not drink because I would get sick. I couldn't stand cigarettes, certain foods I couldn't be around. I thank God all the time that I wasn't on no drugs when this magnificent, I mean, marvelous, handsome, I love my son, I love my son so much because the creator say through all that you went through. But you brought out a masterpiece, you and your beloved. That your beloved will will his 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 present will live forever. Understand that y'all had a contract. Your beloved was the one said okay, and you said with well, them before you came in this experience. Well I would accept this. I was set this opportunity. It wasn't no trials or tribulations when we say about the word God gave you trials and tribulation. No, God gave you opportunities for you to know who you are. Not to talk about it, but to be about be about my, my father of my God's business. Told me to wake up. Okay, you've got great work to do. You are with this community. You name the co- this community. One God, one thought. No education. You need that because you work in the spirit. You don't work through books. Your heart had to be opened up to know, Father, you are the one, and Mother, you are teaching me who I am. I don't need no credentials. Only thing I need is that divine to work through me, and I said, yes, I'm ready. I'm ready, Father. I'm ready to take my position in this universe. So one God, one thought is God's idea. That's the law of attraction. See the law of attraction ain't one way. The law of attraction I attract my husband and all those experiences to me. That's the law of attraction too. It goes both ways. Isn't that just one way? And when you learn the divine laws of the universe, you won't have those experiences and if you do, you can come out of them. <clears throat> so I give thanks right now. I drop the mic. And I say, I love you. And I say, I appreciate you for all that you allow me to share through my divine, my beautiful divine husband, Ernest Brown, known as Fish. I thank him for downloading again in me what he desires me to tell the truth, the truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. Don't hide, and you don't care what anybody does with this, because it's none of your business. The only business that you have, my beloved, is my business. So be the gangster of love, of light and bliss or shame. Thank you for allowing me to share. Ooh, I never heard of a gangster. of oh, God.
2: I was like, whoa. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Niza. We're going to start off with our co-host. And, uh-oh, I think Bea and the Baby had an appointment. I'm not sure you're still there, Bea and the Baby. I was just getting a text. Mm. No,
6: and
2: the Baby
7: or... Okay. And baby All right. Well, we will start with you. I think she just had to leave this now. Okay. Okay. Well, Miss Nadja, gangster. I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, what does the Bible says? And the violent take it by force? Well, we, we've got to do that in God, and we definitely have to um, learn our lessons. And uh, so I have a question. At what point? did you learn, really learn about the
5: power of God and, and things that God wanted you to do? When I released for the last time, when I surrendered and detox with me and God in my bedroom, that's when I knew there was more There was much more, and I followed divine guidance within me. My ancestors, my my family brought me to the highest point when I had to memorialize all of my family, four, seven of them, even had to go to Connecticut to bring the remains back on the plane while she was in the baggage department. Go to California on the plane while her remains was in the baggage department. That's when, when all those things came to me that I had to do, I had to sign for my mother's amputation I vote for her legs. If you don't wake up, then yeah, you'll never wake up. That's when the light bulb said, "Go forth and do the divine work," because that took work to. Take on those responsibilities with no money. How are you going to get back? But the divine orchestrate everything that you need. I will provide for you. You don't need the education, my beloved. You got more than that. You got a master's degree. You got a gangster's degree. And that's what you're going to work with the rest of your life. You know the truth. Nobody don't have to tell you about God. God showed his self to you through memorializing your family members and naming three of your sisters. Why would your mother tell you, I need you to name these three children one at a time when she had them? And I said, Mama, what is
8: wrong? Why you want me to name your children?
5: Because you got name and power. I dropped the mic, thank you. Mm.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Uh over to you, Doctor oh, King. Oh,
4: King. King. Dr. King.
9: Yes, thank you. Naja. Uh first of all, yeah. your 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 presentation is proof. Of, of one major thing with me, that all paths lead to the divine order, all paths. There's no such thing as a, uh, an accident or um, by chance or, oh, I'm sorry about this situation that I'm in or, you know, whatever situation you're in has been precision engineered by the most high to bring you back home. So you're absolutely right about when you said that, yeah, there's certain things that you can be as educated as, you know, as the law, man's law will allow. But through your experiences, you're programmed to do one thing, return home, return back to God. And this was a perfect example of of that return that you shared with us with your life. You can't judge a person's situation. You can't judge their their uh, their condition at any point. Whether they're laying on the street half dead, or uh, whether they're running a uh, multi-billion multi, uh, dollar corporation, all paths lead back home, back to divine order. That's why we're here. This is God's school. We're learning now how to reconnect with who we really are and your example. The power of God, there are no distractions, not in God's action. You're moving back to where God wanted you to be in the first place, why you, you were born, with the experiences that you had. They're not bad experiences or good experiences. They're experiences to move you back home, and you got what you needed. And I appreciate the fact that you recognize that. And thank you for your presentation. It took a certain amount of boldness and courage, to be able to, to lay this out in the way that you did. And I'm grateful for being on this broadcast and listening to you this morning. Thank you.
5: Thank you. I thank say you. thank you, Reverend King. That's what came out of my mouth. Thank you, Reverend King. I bow down to you and I say, I'm the mother of <laughs> <Fight in> love <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
2: And being a showgirl, can we get
3: you in here? Being a showgirl. Um,
1: okay. ah, you, you take my breath away. That's um, not Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. Um, I, I heard you say... Um, that you know th- these these thoughts these um and actions uh were uh, obsessive and compulsive and um they they manifest in a lot of different ways um so when you get into your meditation, how do you directly address those obsessive, compulsive feelings. I mean, sometimes I see, I see that, you know, we, we turn to drugs, we turn to alcohol, tobacco, sometimes we turn to shopping, you know, sometimes we turn to obsessive study. Um, so how did you deal, uh, where did you channel uh, those obsessive, compulsive thoughts and, and make them quiet?
5: I can only tell you there is a feeling. The feeling gets the blessing. I had to come to a mindset of releasing the pain. I always keep learning. I always have to release. Sugar is cocaine and heroin. That's a drug. That's a drug I'm working with right now. So it's one step at a time, as the Creator, I had to keep asking, I had to believe, I had to keep believing, although I fell down, I had to get back up, fall down, get back up, don't punish yourself. It's okay where you at. there will come a time when it it will it will release from you. I got this feeling, that's why I said, everybody can't go the same way. But there's something inside of you that is so great, my beloved, beautiful, my beloved, that's in you, one step at a time. Little steps, no giant steps. And if you fall down, get back up. And pray to the Creator and say, Help me. Help me. I want to release this because I'm sick and tired. When you get sick and tired of being sick, you're going to release it or you're going to leave out of here. I'm complete. Thank you, my beloved.
1: Thank you, my beloved. Thank you. Thank you.
2: And uh, Cloud Dancer Jabari, if you are here. Not here. Okay. And over to you, King David.
0: My check, my
2: check.
10: You got it. Young lady, young lady. Awesome story. I feel your story. I know your story. But I know you don't look like what you've been through. (laughs) You don't talk like what you've been through. To be able to share all your learning. And someone on this line got impacted this morning and enlightened. I'm brightened by your story. I know some of those stories. I live some of those stories. But God. But God, so the God in you took over. And that's what we have to allow, through addictions and afflictions, to let the God in you take over. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
5: you. Thank you, my beloved. Light, love, and bliss.
10: Thank you.
2: Well, family, before we, um any the calls on the line, by pressing star six, we'd like to welcome you and. In- Just return the love, energy, and vibration that we share here each day. If you don't have an opportunity to do that this morning, we invite you to come back again. We are here Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, including holidays, and definitely like to hear from you. If not today, then do come back another day soon. Let's remember all ages are welcome on the broadcast, so take the opportunity to invite someone to join us, whether live or on the replay, at 712 432 one zero eight five, same PIN nine one five three five eight pound. When you invite people to the broadcast, make sure you alert them if they have Metro PCS or T Mobile. Some of the cell phone providers have blocks in regard to conference calling. The bridge line they can dial through is two zero six four five one six zero four three. Once you dial that number you do need to enter the conference call number and the pound sign behind it, then the PIN number and the pound sign a second time. The option to that is with a Google Voice number you can dial directly through and have a bonus of having a second phone line for your business or your personal life. But we definitely appreciate each and every one of you. And sometimes, family, even if you don't need that number, you may want to just jot it down because I can't tell you how many times many people that even though you don't need it, you'll find somebody that you're trying to give the call, introduce the call, and they don't have the number, and then you say, oh, what's that number? (laughs)
7: So, uh, Ladies you know, back can... sorry. sorry for yes. the interruption. You have to say that number a little bit slower for <laughs> us who are right really slow. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I know sometimes it's
2: like, okay, get past that announcement already. Okay, that number is 206-451-6043. Once you dial that number, you do need to enter the conference call number, and it's important to put the pound sign behind the number. And then... The pin number and the pound sign a second time most of us that are used to dialing in conference calls we just used to do the pound sign one time but and just behind the pin but in this instance you do need to do it behind the phone number as well but the easier way is with a google voice number and that's a, just uh a, giving you a second phone line in addition to that so and, and also other places where you may have issues getting in so it's a good option but i want to make two other announcements before we turn it over to the family for your comments as well Um, Some time ago, I mentioned the Moby Symposium that's taking place in Washington, D.C. And actually, uh, after some time, they had the difficult decision to move the conference online. So, as they were getting ready to go through that transition, I had stopped announcing it, waiting to find out what was happening. So, they have done it uh, totally online with the Hop In platform. This is, uh, they're going to have a fireside conversation between the Moby chairman of HBCU Go TV. Uh, curtis simons as well as byron allen who is the president and ceo of the allen media group many people don't realize how many things that byron allen is involved in and how many different shows and platforms he even owns the weather channel but he's amazing i think it's even he's even bigger than oprah and tyler perry and several i think others possibly combined i've heard in the past so i have i'll get the stats on that one but in any event they have a two-day symposium one is on Thursday, April 21st with an independent educational narrative, for so HBCUs and beyond. And then there's a uh, solutions for reimaging our future on Friday, April 22nd. And there's a, a the network with curated community black leaders, corporate executives, and entrepreneurs. So that platform, it is their 30th anniversary with uh, Moby Symposium. Some of you were in attendance in, in uh, New Jersey a couple of years ago when we also had an event. Uh, that included the um, Whitney Houston uh, Tour Museum. uh, Actually, it it wasn't her her tour, but um, it was with all her artifacts that were there in the museum there in New Jersey. But in any event, there's a link. I'll put it on Facebook. It's bit.ly slash Moby, that's M-O-B-E, 22. Again, that's bit.ly slash Moby, M-O-B-E, Twenty-two, And we'll post something on Facebook. There's students at $10 and the attendance until April 1st. Early bird is $47, having $50 off. Um, the second in- announcement in regard to Michael Collins and his services, they did announce for the, and that's one of our family here, Michael Collins, he, he transitioned last week. Funeral service is going to be on Friday, February 25th at 6 p.m., they do have cash uh, app donations with dollar sign Holy Roly 122. That's H-O-L-Y R-O-L-Y 122. And the Zoom ID is going to be 870-8479-9797. Again, that Zoom ID is 870 8479 nine seven nine seven and then the code is eight one three one two zero again the code is eight one three one two zero and that's friday 6 p.m eastern standard time and any condolences can be sent to the collins family 744 martin drive in uniondale new york one one five five three and again that is posted on our facebook page the forward title billionaire mastermind forum and folks go in there and like the post from others as well just letting us know you saw you appreciate what we what we try to do each and every day so family star uh, q a session has started already so if you hit the star six and then the one key to speak and that way you have any questions or comments for niger as well as um and if you want to get out of the queue it's the number two key so again star six and then one to get in and then two to remove go right ahead family waiting for your comments
7: okay you are unmuted 2436
4: good morning and dear Naja, what an honor this is charlotte uh we've been on your journey for quite a while together we met at unity uh, more than 25 years ago <laughs> so thank you so much i love you and appreciate you and Oh, there's too much to mention, but we've been through a lot, and um, you've been through a lot, and you're a guide and an honor to be with, and thank you so much, Ashe, and much love.
5: Much love to you. I would just like to uh, tell a little bit about me and Charlotte's relationship. When, my, when we found out my sister had cancer, Charlotte is like maybe – Um, 30 minutes from me.
7: Is it me or did we lose Nadja? Yes, we did. Okay. Um, we'll wait for her to reconnect. But meanwhile, we're going to go to the next person. So you are unmuted. Free to be rich flowers. Yes. Well, of course, I have a question for Nadja. Okay, so hold
5: on.
7: <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll wait for her to reconnect.
5: Okay, that's what I'm doing. Okay,
7: so so that we Wah-ha. have waha waha
1: <laughs> calling in.
7: Uh, we're we gonna call her in. So hold on a second. Uh, Dr. King, are you there? Yes. Yes. While we're waiting for Nadia to reconnect, uh, I know you have something else to add to that.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Finally, wealthy, Stan, you um, have something else, you know, Um, that I'm working with. It's actually called the united consciousness of, of love Almighty God, you yep. know, that all the expressions that we, uh, the expressions of life, and this is life in all forms, whether you believe in, in God or whether you believe in divine order or divine providence or any of that makes no difference because there are no mistakes, no accidents. And uh, the beautiful thing about about the life is that we're here to learn to see God in life. So you can't say, um, all right, that life is not to my liking, so I don't see uh, – I can't see any God in that life. You know, uh, uh, this life where uh, where I have money and affluence and connections and prestige and all of the things that um, that are ego-prone or personality-prone, that's going to make me a better person. Whether you're a minister or whether you're um, um, a person who's going through challenges in the same way that Naja describes her challenges, whether you have four, two arms and two legs or no arms, this is um, a, a, what I want to be able to touch with this is that, you know, the precision of this life is, it's it's like incalculable. It's so exact. The influence that she's had on the hearts and minds of some of the people even on this call are blessings that we're now going to be able to share with others on our journey. Like, in other words, like, there's always a blessing. There's always a, a, a miracle being performed by this united consciousness. Everything that we heard today was what we were supposed to hear and be able to, to ponder and, and create, uh, become the solutionist, create solutions for. Not that it's a problem because, again, we're talking about united consciousness. But how that consciousness guides us and leads us through this life to ask questions to 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 move to the next level. You know, being a showgirl was right. She said, "Listen, there's a one addiction is not worse or better than the other addiction. Whether it's food or television or you know um, um, lines of thought that we become addicted to.
7: Exactly, the, addiction is it, control. Okay? Absolutely,
9: right." So these are the things that you know now this one, you know, I don't want to get into the history of the drug trade, but we're talking about one that was like this is this was not only a psychic attack on our communities, but now the same thing is going on in Africa, believe it or not, all right? You got this, this whole new reign of uh, of cocaine and you got presidents that they're getting busted for um for becoming part of the trade. But somebody's controlling this trade. I think what it was your call, Stan, when somebody said, um, oh, well, um, I think you said it, as a matter of fact. You made a joke out of it. You said that, um, that well, God made the poppy seeds, so so it must be okay.
7: Exactly. Was poppy that... seeds are natural. Absolutely. <laughs>
9: <laughs> Something like that. And, and, I, and I laughed when you said it because the reality is that everything has a purpose and a use. Right, if used within the line of wisdom.
7: Yes, absolutely. What they did
9: with with the with the drug trade was weaponize it.
7: Absolutely. And
9: even though some of us got caught up in the weaponization of of drugs, or food, or television, the Creator still made a way out back to back home.
7: Always, Back to the truth. always been a way out. Yes.
6: Yes. So this is what it was. This was this was a testament
9: to victory. That's what this is. Victory is an attribute of of divine order, of um, of, of the archangels, of the power of God. Victory.
7: Absolutely. And that's what
9: we saw in her story.
7: Oh, we're Absolutely. seeing, we're
9: witnessing it now with with her being able to share it.
7: Yes. Absolutely.
9: That, 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 that's where my head was running when you said, yeah, there's
7: something else. What do you mean? my mind <laughs> I little listen Listen, bro. You know, you, 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 you've taught a lot from the Master Key about vibrations and energy, uh, and it travels through the air. But we're both on cell phones. Most of the people on this call is on cell phones. Signals travel through the air. So does your energy. So yes, <laughs> uh, we 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 are in tune. We're we're on the same frequency.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> okay.
7: okay, Lady Tycoon, are you back?
2: Yes, I am.
7: Okay. Are you able okay. to get flowers up in the Q and A Flowers is again? flowers is up. So she has I'm a question for Nadja. Up.
2: What, what what
9: happened to the connection with Naja? Has anybody tried to get that back?
7: I am here. This is Flowers.
10: Oh.
7: No, no, no. no the naja. connection with Naja. You have Naja on, Lady Taco? Yeah.
10: Yes, she just spoke. Uh-huh. Okay,
7: yes. So go right ahead, uh, Frida Be Rich Flowers. Naja okay. can hear you. Can it.
3: Naja I, finish I,
9: her she, comment,
7: Frida? Naja. Well, hold on one uh-huh. second. What was that, Dr. King?
9: Can Naja finish? She started to make a comment. On the lady that's been with us thirty Oh yes, yes,
7: yes, yes, yes. End- on Charlotte, yes, right. Nadja. Yes, we we wanted Naja to finish her comment um, explaining her relationship with Charlotte.
2: Yes. Just remember this. that's waiting in Q
7: and A behind that so Thank Right. You, yeah, we got yeah we got folks in Q and A. So
5: let her go in Q and A. Okay. I'll, I'll All right. All
7: right. Go ahead, flowers.
5: Okay.
7: What happened with Charlotte? No, go ahead. <laughs> Just go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, that was your question? What happened to Charlotte? Oh, I, I like that. I like that, Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nadja. <laughs> the question is, what happened to Flowers?
4: What happened with Charlotte?
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Charlotte was the one that carried me through the divine to help me with my sister through chemotherapy and radiation. She was the driver. She was the activator. The, the the one that came with me and spoke to the doctors that they weren't doing some of the things right. And so she would pull them up. She had a book like a lawyer and she would write down everything that wasn't done right. But she ran with me from the time time my sister um, experienced cancer to the end, never saying I cannot do it, but driving 30 minutes. That's practically every day, because we would go and see my sister, and she was the one that picked me up. So she was my sister that the sister of a sister that helped me with this divine beautiful being that was a bodybuilder, my sister that was a vegetarian, my sister that never was sick in her life. But I said when I looked at it, with all my sisters never had no illness, you had one with a vegan. The set, not releasing, not forgetting certain things that happened in their life. I had to go back to that. Because they did everything, they were bodybuilders, African dancers, yoga teachers, Pilates. What happened? Mm-hmm. That's who Charlotte was. With me at my experience of my divine one sister, because there was three others. And that I'm complete. great.
2: Thank you. Uh, I thank you for being a way sharer and a light bearer. Um, does NA stand for Narcotics Anonymous? Because I was an OA, yeah. Overeaters Anonymous, with that first step of I turned to a higher power for help. And when I found I was powerless over this, what do you do every day
3: to
5: stay on your path in the way? I have to meditate. I don't go to N.A. N.A. is me. I have to right. meditate every day. I have to take the practices that was given to me and know that life is much more beautiful. I don't care what they are saying or what's going on about the COVID, about anything. I don't lie myself with that. I align myself with the divine. I got to practice that. That is what keeps me alive.
10: Oh, not yeah. just
5: going through life, but that what keep me alive. I got to be about my mother, father's getting business. I got to declare and affirm, this is who I am. I don't care what's going on out there. I go out there, I walk among them, and I decree to the brothers, not saying nothing to them, but decreeing when I walk out there and I say, the world is my sage. Because everywhere I go, I take this energy and vibration I don't care what color you are. I don't care what gender you are. It's not my business. My business is only creative business. Till we get to that understanding about the laws of God, then we could turn lights off or we can turn lights on. We are a power pack. If we come energetically together, I'm singing it from from creating with 14 people, one God, one thought, and the living room. It took a certain mindset, and it took a willingness to say, yes, I will go. I will do this. I'm going to change this trajectory of what they say. saying, what you can't do or what you, who you cannot be. That's what I do. Every day, every day I meditate and pray. Meditation is your medication. That's right. You are true spirit in human
2: form. And I want to say thank you for your presence here. There are no accidents. And um, when we align with spirit, we cannot
5: go wrong. The I truly believe that that's how I'm living now, and I thank you for showing me your way. My saying is go within or go without. Say only what I want today. Meditate and pray. I'm one with the force, with the source, always. And I thank you. Thank you. That's what keep meditation going, is about. Now you're limited. Going. It's not That's what it's about. Thank you, my beloved. Yes. I thank you, like this. Thank you so much. Okay. Vice versa.
2: I was just telling me you manifested her too.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hello. I was going to say
7: that. But anyway, great uh, you're learn. unmuted. Yes, hello. Yes, hello.
0: How are you doing, everyone? Nice is a very special person beyond all the conversation about her. She's a motivator, an inspirational individual. She brings God with her wherever
7: she
6: goes. She talks to her, she teaches God,
7: she lives
4: Hold hold it one second. Are you hearing him clearly?
7: No. No. Uh, oh, okay. It sounds like he's underwater. Okay, let me take this yeah, thing off.
6: Can you hear me better now?
3: A little bit.
6: Can you hear me better now? No.
3: It's,
7: okay. It's a little bubbly. It's a um, little yeah, bubbly. It's a okay, little Right? we're we're not able we're not able to understand your uh, words. Is... Okay, i right, yeah, well. you know what dial dial back in and then uh, come back in the queue. Dial
2: back in and come right back in the queue. We'd love to hear you.
7: Okay, absolutely. Can you hear me now? Okay, no, you're still I'm breaking okay. up. You have to no. disconnect. Okay, all
2: right, and dial back as in. As nice as nephew, maybe he says.
7: Uh, We can't understand please, your words at all.
2: Please come please, so, back, though. Dial back. Yeah, dial hang right up and in. dial
7: right back in. Dial right okay. back in and then do star six. Okay, thanks. Okay.
10: <laughs> go, go, go. So.
7: Yes, go, 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 billionaire you know, Linda. You're unmuted. Thank you.
10: Hey, my sister, Naja Brown. This is being at Linden, Chicago. Love you, girl. Thank you for sharing your story with us on today. I love you and appreciate you. I can relate to some things, especially when you talked about how you asked God, why did he send you to the men? Because he knew that you had that in you to help them. Because it's not neither male nor female. We are all one in God. And I just appreciate you, and I love you. I know we had a conversation about a year or two ago. You called me, and I told you, I said, Naja, woman of God, you're going to be a presenter on the Billionaire Mastermind Forum broadcast. Do you remember that?
5: Yes, I do, my beloved.
10: Yes, I do. Yes, yes, yes. I love me some you, this Billionaire Libby. And I want you to know, hearing your story made me happy, happy, happy. And I thank God for you. Waha, waha, waha! Go, go, go! Love you.
5: Love you, you my beloved. Waha. Light and Waha. And I say, woo, woo, God in. I woo God in. Thank you. When you okay. said
2: "gangsters of God," um, Nisa that Linda's Linda's name came right to my head. I said, "Yep, that's Linda." <laughs>
7: <laughs> that's right. Anyway, you're unmuted, Billionaire Amazing Aneta.
4: Greetings. Um, Sister Nigel I came on. Um, I only got part of your your presentation, your um, sharing your testimony, but it was so beautiful that I, I set out to, I said I was going to do a little jogging today, but I couldn't even jog because it's like your words was just like striking me, and I just had to walk as I listen to the God in you just speak. So I just wanted to come on and say thank you for sharing. I I definitely salute the God in you. I I look forward to sharing your call and listening to the playback because it was just that good. I I just need to send you an offering. So that's it. Thank you.
5: (laughs) I thank you, my beloved fire sign from another fire sign. You know what I'm talking about.
4: Light, love, and bliss.
5: Definitely.
7: God okay. bless you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are unmuted, magnificent, mellow Madeline.
8: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, family. Good morning, Naja, Naja, Naja. You brought me to this forum, you called me. To ask me to come onto this forum. I just want to thank you for that. You also called me and asked me to come to Ernestine Mitchner's home and to become part of the mastermind group that you and she made us masters. She was amazing, and she made us masters. So, Naja, I really thank you for your spiritual awareness, for your waking up to the power within you, to know that everything that you have experienced has been expressed in your oneness with God. So I just want to acknowledge you. I just want to thank you and I want to acknowledge you. And one of the one question that I have, Nadia, is that um you know, I know how much you loved your husband and when he chose to make his transition, I mean it was so clear that he wanted you to go with him. And I'm wondering, what gave you the courage, the determination to stay here, um, knowing that you had so much more to give, um, and yet knowing how much you loved him? What what enabled you to stay here?
5: I have to breathe and tapped the table. It was so much that my family gave me. They had always encouraged me. There was so much more. Yes, we went to California and 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 we was in movies and we lived we was with Eartha Cat and and all of that. But there was something inside. It took a. It took years to to release him, because it was a lot of pain. And I had to come to the realization. I heard from the Holy Spirit, Naja, that's his path. You cannot interfere. You got to let him go. And I kept saying, I don't know how it was just saying, you got to let him go. I don't care how many times that you let him go and take him back, let him go take him back. But that last time you cried and said, Father, I commit my beloved fish unto you, that you had a greater master plan for him as well as you had for me. He's on his journey. You've got to let him go because I got a greater plan for you, and he is the one that y'all contracted together to go through this journey so he can take you and, and take you higher through the pain and the forgiveness that was that is why he was here. He was here to carry you to another adventure of life, understanding who you were. And he said to you, he had to leave. But he said he loved you in your ups and downs, in our laughter, in our tears. He loved you just the way you were. You was incarcerated. This man never been incarcerated before. This man lived life to the utmost, went to school, but his dilemma was the drugs. And that's where he brought me. That's where I contracted with him, because I said, I see what I want. I decreed and declared. We don't understand about the spoken word. I decreed that man into my life. And I had to surrender not more than one time, maybe a hundred times. I can't let him go. But the Holy Spirit says that's going to be your dilemma. You're going to have to release him. You cannot do his work for him. The best thing that you can do is to be who you say you are. And oh, love amen. is not about attachment. And I've dropped the mic. Thank you, ma'am. Love you. Absolutely. Bless you.
8: Absolutely. You've been with me
5: there the whole time. We got Absolutely. this attached from there, but we came back together again.
7: Okay. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. We have another in the queue. You're unmuted. Prosperity and love all the way from California.
4: Good morning. Good morning. It's a um, pleasure to hear. Good morning. Yes, thank you. Um, It's a pleasure to hear your story. And um, one of the things I would like to ask, when you were um, 17 and you were assigned to go to that location and everybody told you that you should be with the juveniles and and you were uh, sent to an area that was uh, with older people, I'd like to know what that meant to you when you were uh when you were there when you arrived there what did it mean to you when you met these women who protected you and saw something inside of you that they identified and they guarded you for those 5 years
5: what it meant to me, is my grandmother said, when she looked in my eyes at seven years old, my grandmother was a seer, And my grandmother said, my beloved, not those words, but you're going to go through a lot in life. But the grace of God is always on, over you and protecting you. So when I was incarcerated in Jessup, with these beautiful, beautiful women, some of them murdered men, some of them did some really um and i' i I'm not calling them bad things that was their 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 experiences they had to go through, but I've seen my aunts and my 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 um my mothers and grandmothers. In there, I felt safe. I felt, as a child, do not to judge people of where they at because of what they've done. Those same people are the people going to protect and protect you, and not let anyone, because you was the youngest in there, come against you. And these were the women and other expressions that came and protected me. And that women wanted to attack me would take me to another level. They wouldn't allow it. They said, "No, it's a child. Don't, don't, don't mess with her." Don't, don't don't mess with her. Don't try to try to come and persuade her to come on the other side. That's not her. She got free will, but that ain't her free will. That that's y'all agendas. That's not God's agendas for her. And we're gonna protect her. That's what it meant to me to see the hand of God and angels. I call them women angels. They became my friends. And they always say, baby, you gonna get out of here. You gonna get out of here. Every time I was turned down to be released and went up to the board, no, she gotta stay another year. No, she gotta stay another year. But they was my strength and my rock. And the scriptures that my father gave me and my uncles when I was a child. Those scriptures were in me because those scriptures were given to me for such a time as that that I had to learn the 14th Psalm, John 14, 1 to 14. Let not my heart be troubled. Mm. The 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my my, 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 my shepherd The Lord prayed, Our Father, those scriptures were embedded, those three scriptures. And I said to myself, I see why my mother and father was persistent for me to learn those scriptures at an age of seven years old. That's what sustained me was the word had to be embedded in me and know wherever I went. There was no fear. There was nothing or no one that would come upon me unless I gave them my permission. But I had angels giving their permission. You should not touch this beloved. We know who she is. This is a child. Don't touch the anointed one. And I thank you.
4: That's so beautiful. Thank you, because I recognized as well, as you were sharing, that there were angels there to protect you. And um, I'm sure a lot of them also gave you a lot of their stories and their wisdom and um and just thank you for sharing that part. Thank you very much.
5: And thank you, every love. And thank you, light, love, and bliss. Thank you. I send to everyone.
7: Yes. Thank you for your question, uh, Maggie. Prosperity and love. And you are unmuted, Roosevelt. Five five three nine. Green, once again. Green,
0: Joe, you're very clear, bro. All right. Fantastic. Uh, Najee, I just wanted to congratulate you and give you some uh, inspiration back and some love back. You've been a major player in my life and the life of many many people that I know. And more importantly, I just wanted to thank you for the nuggets that you gave us in terms of uh, just reiterating all those things that are already with us, all those things that we know. And that we don't reveal because we don't do the work. And, that, and what you've been talking about is that need to do the work. And I thank you again for just letting us know that there's power in prayer, and there's power in inquiry, and, and there's power in meditation. Uh, and your love and your demonstration is, is the most important thing. You've demonstrated all of these things, not only today but in a continuum. And that path just leads us further into the light. You know, and I just thank this program for just allowing you to share all of these nuggets, all these visions, all this about journey and how important this journey is, more so than just even a goal, because the destination will lead us wherever we need to go. You're just such a powerful individual. And I'm just lucky and fortunate that you've come into my life in the areas that you have over the last perhaps 10 years and the people that we've come in contact with mutually that have enhanced that understanding and love. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, uh, Billionaire mine for just doing such great work in our community. Amen.
5: Roosevelt, Dr. Roosevelt Boone, my lawyer, which y'all don't know, but this is Dr. Roosevelt Boone. God brought him into my life. We came together collectively because we wanted to start a spiritual community and have our own community. But the money wasn't there, or oh, I'll just say the mindset wasn't there for that to happen. It wasn't at the right time. It's me, uh, Reverend Jews came together, we mastermind, we create we, we created this is this is the the community that we wanted to have to bring meditation in all the other spiritual qualities and activities, to others that we have been through. So I bow down to my beloved lawyer. Any time that I didn't understand something or I did something, and I I called, I say Roosevelt. I say, well, I say they got my money and they won't give it back, and he was just. Wait a minute. When I called and said, my lawyer went to speak to you, to speak to them, my money came back into my bank account. So I thank you, Roosevelt, continuously um, stay in the, the light and love that you are. And we know everything is working out for you. We know that everything that you've asked for, I can see it for you as well as I can see it for myself because I can't see anything if I don't see it in me for you. So I bless you, I salute you, I bow down to the teacher, the guru and I'm calling you, who you are. You're a doctor, Roosevelt Boone III. I thank you again, Roosevelt. Light, love, and bliss. Light, love, and bliss. That's where we at. I thank you for being my friend. Thank you. Bless you. Love you. Bless you. Thank you.
7: Okay, we have one more in the queue, and uh, you are unmuted, Billionaire is Kathy.
1: Good morning, Mastermind. This is such a wonderful broadcast, Nigel. I just want to thank you for sharing your story. Uh, you, I think, you have us all. If not in tears, close to tears because it was wonderful to hear somebody else's story and to see what you went through and then you you just pull yourself out of it. So uh to come out to be such a good person. As you can tell I'm choking back tears <laughs> but uh, I just wanna thank you for sharing your story. Uh it's wonderful. Wonderful. Waha. Thank you being a mastermind. Waha waha
5: bless you. A lot of light and love and bliss. I bless you and honor you. Thank you for allowing me to share.
7: Okay. Thank you so very much, Barry. And Kathy. And you are unmuted. Mm. Not
5: we haven't called for the closing yet. has been rejoicing in abundance. And I just want to thank you for sharing your story this morning. It blessed my heart. I wasn't even supposed to be here. I was supposed to, I had a place to go, but once I heard you speak, I was spellbound and could not move. I needed to hear your story. And I thank you for sharing with us this morning. And the scripture that comes to mind is that you do your deeds so that not that others may see but that our God and glory would be glorified, and I thank you for that. And someone sent me something just this morning, and I want to share it. Prayer is not a spare wheel that you pull out when in trouble, but it's a steering wheel that directs the right path throughout life. And I thank you again. shame my beloved, that is beautiful. Thank you a lot of light, love, and bliss.
3: Thank you
10: so much. Thank you, and love, Julie, and peace
2: to you. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Hmm. Extra special, talk Jumping in early. You're extra special. Thank
7: absolutely. you, absolutely. And that looks like that's it. We're at the top of the second hour. No one else is in the queue. So, okay, go, go, go. Back to you, Lady Tycoon.
2: All righty. Thank you so much, everyone, for speaking up, and uh, and, and thank you again. Sounds up? like... And thank you so much, Nigel, for your message today.
6: Uh,
2: and at J-O-T-D, Don Thomas, come on down.
7: Alright, Donald Thomas, you have to find that mute button. Okay. Looks like he's not finding it or oh, he's or even he's he fell asleep. Hey,
6: there he okay, is. there he is. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, Victoria cannot get her husband, Rodney, to do anything around the house. Oh, it's an excuse. To come home from work, sit in front of the T V, eat dinner. And sit some more, but we'll never do any of the little household repairs that you know normal husbands do. Actually, this frustrated Toya quite a bit. So one day the toilet stopped up. She said, Rodney, honey. The toilet is clogged. Would you look at it? He snob, what toy look like? The tidy bowl man, Check down in front of the stove, whatever. <laughs> a bowl of popcorn. The next day, the garbage disposal wouldn't work. Rodney, honey. Would you take a look at the uh, garbage disposal? Uh, excuse me. Do I look like Mr. Plumber? Unfortunately, the next day, the washing machine was on the Let me, baby, the washing machine isn't running. Would you check it? Again, the same old excuse. Oh, who am I? The main tag man? So she had it now. So she called a professional. They came in, fixed the toilet. Fix the garbage disposal, fix the washing machine. Rodney comes home from work and says, Honey, I got the repairman out today. So Rodney says, Well, how much is it going to cost? He says, Well, honey, they all said I could pay them by baking them a cake or making love with them. Well, Rodney says, What kind of cake did you bake then? <laughs> so <Troy> he <laughs> says, What on earth? Baby Crocker?
7: I got that one too, Donald (laughs) Uh, Lady Chacoon is finally getting it (laughs) (laughs) And
2: and Terry had to go So she's not here, she'll get it too I've still got to tell about the one from yesterday That was wonderful (laughs) Thank you, Donald Bring some happiness and joy laughter to us each day I and mean, thank you family and everyone that has spoken up today we say it regularly it's not just the host and co hosts all of our family and the comments they make the things that others say to do even the wah you know raising your energy there's so many wonderful nuggets that we that we feel here so we appreciate you all for being a part and um i don't think billionaire ellen is here so we will have to get a sub for
10: ellen A Lady Tycoon,
5: can I read this poem from my husband downloaded to me uh, on June the 25th? He made his transition on 20, but he downloaded this to me at 3.05 a.m., and my sister was the one that took the uh, dictation for it because I was in the spirit. I was too high. I couldn't do it anyway. Because the words that he said to me, this is from my beloved husband, the dedication to my beloved husband, Ernest Brown, uh, best known as Fish. What is divine love? In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and God is love. Ernest, you were my teacher. You were my lover. You taught me what divine love is. Divine love does not judge, does not see fault in anyone or anything. Love is not puffed up. For 35 years, you, we have been inseparable in our highest and our lowest times. Our love healed all the hurt, all the pain. I love you, Ernest. Even in your shortcomings. Even in your depth, you are still teaching me, my beloved, about divine love. Divine love is not attachment. Divine love is about I love you even in your pain. Divine love is letting you go and letting God be God all by himself in you. I release you. I let you go to your highest good. True love is the power that joins and binds us in divine harmony throughout the universe and everything in it. Love is impersonable. Love, love for the sake of loving. It is not concerned with what or who it loves, nor with a return of love. Like the sun is joy in the time of shining through the nature. Love supports. Love suffers not. It is kind and forgiving. My beloved husband. Love will bring its own to you and adjust all mistakes and shortcomings. Love will make your life and affairs healthy, harmonious, and free early Sunday morning. July the 20th, 1999, at 7.30 a.m. on Father's Day. This is what Ernest said to me. Again, he said, farewell, my beloved wife, Joe. It is time to let you go. I am setting my sail, for I have finished my work on this earth. Now it's time for me to sail to a higher plane. The master has a greater work for me to do. The greatest gift that I can give you is to set you free. Farewell, my beloved. Farewell, my beloved. Peace and love to my beloved wife, Naja Joe. I'm complete asha. Mm,
2: thank you so much for sharing. That was awesome. And we definitely appreciate you uh, your message this morning and all the love and, and um, that you shared with us today.
1: Billionaire, beloved, nausea. This was an
3: awesome,
1: awesome, podcast. thank you, thank you, thank you.
5: This is Eslyn rejoicing in abundance. Just want to share something with you. About this, Billionaire Mastermind Forum Broadcast family, I'm telling you, we are like a box of chocolate. You never, ever, ever know what you are going to get, but you are guaranteed that it's going to be
6: good,